I do love vodka. The fact that you started there is irrelevant. Yeah, Life change, irrelevant. okay? <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah, well, their photographs better. topic. I'm Mark Bylock. And I'm Jamie Johnson. Uh, and this is episode of 111. We're moving our way up through the, through the episode numbers. That's good. Good for us. Yeah. Well done. We still get along. <laughs> right? Amazing. <laughs> it's been three years. Um, the, uh, so we're here at chart number five back at the, uh, yes. at the Delta Hotel in downtown Toronto. And mm-hmm. they've been very, very nice to allow us to record here yes. again. again. We made a Wonderful. mess here last time. There's like papers everywhere, glasses I know, were. We did. I, know. I know. And they, they still invited us back. I know. We're very lucky. <laughs> it's because of Ray. That's why. <laughs> that's right. Well, we're gonna we have a very special guest today. Of course, uh, we have Ray here. From uh, you're the manager here the, of the bar program, and I guess the chart number five specifically in the events area. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Um, so we want to bring you on because we want to talk about all of the stories you have from being a hotel <laughs> bar manager. Because uh, we're sure there Ooh. are fantastic. Um, a lot of late nights here. A lot of crazy things going on. Uh, At the Delta? No, no comment. <laughs> Delta Hotel Toronto, no way condones this. Uh, <laughs> no, we're going to have a very serious podcast. Our podcasts are always very serious, as everybody knows. Oh, of course, um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we, we are, we are going to be working with, uh, we're going to talk about like uh, just the bar programs in general, kind of what you, what you look for for a bar program, kind of differences between like a hotel bar and a regular bar, and also uh, ordering, how to order whiskey yeah. cocktails, any sort of cocktails, gin. Vodka yeah. even. Do you sell vodka here? I feel like you I have do. one. You have one vodka. I have one vodka. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, I feel for like a lot glasses. of our like listeners, they'd be like really impressed with that. They'd be like, yeah, you've got how many whiskeys and how many vodkas? One vodka. Awesome. I'd go to that bar. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is the bar. Yeah. <laughs> that is the bar yeah. I want to go to. <laughs> I do love vodka. I just have to say that I've really been getting into like um, uh, Vespers, like cocktails. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, like, Vespers are great. Vespers are great. And so you need vodka for that. So like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm coming around. I just never got into it. I, I'm telling you, I don't gonna, understand it. Uh, we're gonna have that show. We're gonna have that vodka, vodka show instead of whiskey, whiskey. It's gonna go vodka, vodka, and boom. And it's Mark be was like thing. sending me lyrics one day, like texting me lyrics. But he rewritten our theme song into vodka, vodka, and he was so proud. How that guy was. It was a great so lyric. Was good. Uh, we just got to get the Alan Doyle to convince him to sing it for That's us. Right. <laughs> Who knew that that Mark Bylock was such a, a like lyrical like, genius? Yes, exactly. Yeah. What a songwriter. Where'd that come from? I was like, Come on, Alan. Come on, just just just, sing this, just come down and just sing this vodka song for us. It'll be perfect. It'll be perfect. I know. I had like they rhymed and everything. I, know. I mean, I I'm a writer. I, I, I keep reminding you. I keep reminding people I'm a writer, despite it's my true. terrible grammar. No, my tweets fine. have mistakes in them all the time. I just that's that, maybe not your fault. It makes it real, though, right? There you go. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I have to say that hotel bars are some of my favorite bars to go to. I think um, it's, it's, it's a really interesting sort of like like l- cross-section of like lives. And you <laughs> yeah. have like people on vacation who this is like an anomaly for them. And then you have people who are regulars like me. I literally live just down the street from here. <laughs> so I spend a little bit of time here. And then you have <laughs> a business. Bit. Yeah, like, <laughs> a little bit. Thanks, Ryan. No problem. Thanks, no problem. Hey, that's what we're here for. <laughs> and then you have, you know, business travelers who are here, you know, every so often or very like, 
So you've got this like amazing cross section of people that come into hotel bars and you have to be able to sort of like play to all those audiences. And it's kind of like I and my husband and I always talk about like we got stuck. Um, I think it was in San Francisco out at the airport uh, hotel around there. And so we went down to the airport hotel bar, which I think is oh a boy. whole other, oh, other genre. genre. That's the best kind um, of hotel right? bar. It's where real stuff happens. I know. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what. And so like for me, it's like even more of this, this kind of like. Like you could just like hunker down and the and just watch people and like Hi. create scenarios and like you can tell like who's there with their coworkers and who doesn't like each other and yep. who's being forced to be there like it's such a great thing so like what do you think of like working in a hotel bar like how how much do you sort of get jollies off of watching would, people like <laughs> no I mean it, it's it's great um I mean I've kind of had a a pretty even split I think career wise between kind of bar bars and hotel mm-hmm. bars yeah. mm-hmm. um, and there's definitely a huge difference between them mm-hmm. um, I mean even you look at things like you know your regulars right mm-hmm. and in, in a regular kind of style bar your regulars are people you see two or three or four times a week mm-hmm. wow you're that's reg- a regular Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think even I exist as a regular anywhere jeez that's a lot of times yeah me neither, <laughs> me neither. A- anywhere up <laughs> 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 Jamie I know where your regular is <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, like your your regulars in, in a hotel bar, are kind of people you see three or four times a year, right? Yeah. Um, so there's, I mean, definitely from from a customer service point of view, there's it tests your mind a little bit more because you kind of like, these people want to be remembered. Everybody wants to be remembered anywhere you go, and especially in a bar, right? Yeah. Um, so you kind of have to, you know, I mean, names. I don't think anybody really expects bartenders to remember names anymore. Mm-hmm. It's you know, or ever right. drinks. We usually refer to people as their drink. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Here, here's yeah. here's Martini. old fashioned again. I like this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jamie, old fashioned. Yeah, yeah. 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 Old Bob, any Rob Roy there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another shout. <laughs> Love it. Called out a lot. I'm, I'm feeling feisty today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, hotel bars are great, man. Like they're they're definitely a different beast. Um, they're a lot more difficult to I think run and operate than kind of a, a mom and pop type, type place yeah. um, you know at the end of the day no matter what you try and, and do with a hotel bar you're, you're still always essentially working for what is quite a huge company right yeah. um, I mean, unless you're kind of working in like a, a small boutique hotel or something like that but even with that now I mean everything's being bought up by you know two or three different companies worldwide right yeah that's true um, so you know do you, you do kind of run into a lot of kind of um operating procedures and brand standards and stuff like that that, that still have to be kind of adhered to. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right, Jamie. Like, hotel bars are... I mean, in my mind, that was... They were the pinnacle of bars. Mm-hmm. Um, if you wanted a great cocktail, you wanted a you know, great conversation, great service, you went to hotel bars. And that kind of died away over the last, I'd say, probably 30 or 40 years. You know, it kind of became more of a waiting room than you know, somewhere you yeah. go and actually kind of sit and kind of it's in spend your night um, that's kind of one of the big things I've tried to do here was bring back that that standard of you know high quality drinks high quality service but with a relaxed kind of atmosphere you know I mean at the end of the day with hotels this is people's home away from home right and it's very important for us to you know, make people feel like that but also you know give them the best of the best right mm-hmm. and you know, make sure the cocktails are getting there the, the best they can possibly get and yeah I feel like historically so I, I didn't know this until recently but like in this it, 
but kind of Ontario went under like kind of a prohibition period, but hotels, you could always pretty much get booze because it was like a standard of like, it, you, you're, you're treating an international traveler, so you could get alcohol at a hotel, but you couldn't necessarily, there were no necessarily bars to go to, which is such a weird concept. Like 30, 40 years ago, <laughs> yeah. you couldn't actually go to a bar. Like the hotels where you went, because that's where the international, you know, you were treating international no man's travelers. Uh, and certainly we see that in the Middle East as well. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of countries that you can't have a drop of alcohol. You go to the hotel bar, there's booze. Uh, hotels and airports. Yeah, right? Yeah. Hotels and airports are two yeah. places you can get booze. Um, but you're also right. I love, love what you said there about like how you travel. Like You're always kind of sketch- You're always wondering, like, oh, is this going to be a good hotel bar or a bad hotel bar? Yeah, and, like, I mean, I'm going to order a Manhattan. I'm going to get one of those, uh, you know, uh, what, is, what is it going to be? Um, yeah, no, that's it's a great, it's, great point. It's, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, there's probably more bad ones than good ones. Yeah. I don't want to mm-hmm. kind of crap on anybody here but I mean there, there is there's, there's a lot of and there's a lot of hotels who genuinely don't care a massive amount about their lobby bars right mm-hmm. um, it, as I said it's, it's a waiting room right it's mm-hmm. somewhere for people to be when they're waiting for dinner in a restaurant well and it's so interesting because so many like luxury hotels have these bars that people like they sort of at one point or another, like you said, like 30 years ago, probably a hotel bar would have set the standard for, so like the Four Seasons or um, like for us in Canada, like the, the Fairmont, like any of those sort of like proper hotel bars probably um, were the catalyst to that sort of um, change in the cocktail culture. So going from like mass produced sort of like whatever to doing like proper cocktails like you would find in New York City at, you know, the Four Seasons or at wherever. Um, yeah. So it's it's kind of interesting to see and to, to think because you're like, oh, a hotel bar. Like, yeah. but when you think about some of the best bars in the world, actually, as I'm thinking about it now, some of them are all in hotels. London, like in all the major like cities, you're going to have some of the top. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah. it's, it's true. like it's almost like there's like two total like dichotomies. It's like they're either like incredibly awesome and you can like hang your hat on them, or they're just not so great and they're using the the machine ice from you know yeah. upstairs or whatever. Yeah. It's it's gonna take it's gonna take yeah. time for it to get back to the glory days for hotels, right? Mm-hmm. Look in in the states, a lot of places in Europe, so like that, like, there's. There's a lot of cities, a lot of hotels that kept it going. New Orleans is one that steps out mm, straight away. Yeah, of I course. mean, that's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. the mecca for hotel bars, yeah. right? Uh, London has some amazing ones, Madrid and Barcelona. Um, but yeah, in Canada, we're kind of very much still kind of behind the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's going to take us a while for me, honestly, for people even to start taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Um, there's so many great. Um, Kind of standalone bars out there, or kind of you know small chains like you know yep. kind of the two the two chefs who own three restaurant type thing, three yeah. bar type yep. things, and you know they have fantastic staff. Um, they're they're willing to put a lot into it. I mean, hotels aren't big on gambling, right? They, yeah, mm. they have a model, they have a business plan, and they, mm-hmm. they stick to it. So mm-hmm. I mean, here it still baffles me that they allow us to do what we do here. Uh, allow us to keep doing what we do here, right? Yeah, because yeah, you're strictly you're going to be, this is going to have a whiskey program. It's going to be very yeah. serious. Like, But the name chart number five alone is... is we is don't fit the mold. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is That's great. That's great. <laughs> it's great. That's I remember, awesome. I know, I remember when it opened, I was so excited to see that there was a whiskey bar coming in. So yeah. originally this bar started as uh, only Canadian whiskey. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah so when we, when we first opened, the whole idea was to have kind of, kind of Canada's whiskey bar, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, very novel idea. Yeah. Like, great idea. Fantastic. Um, in practice, it just didn't work. Yeah. Right? Um, 
I mean, we still have probably one of the biggest Canadian yep. whiskey collections you'll find in the country. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we did have to kind of expand it out a little bit, and like we've really reaped the benefits from from that little expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, little things like let's say breaking the mold a little bit. We do have a couple of beers, a couple of beer companies that we work with locally, uh, mm-hmm. all locally produced stuff. Same with our wines, mm-hmm. our gin, or same about our gin, not anymore, but our vodka, uh, all Canadian made. Awesome. Um, but then kind of opening up our, our collection, we're kind of up around the 300-ish mm-hmm. mark now, which, I mean, oh, yeah. for a newish bar is not bad. I mean, there's, there's yeah. a lot of bars out there, <laughs> considerably more, but, you know, they've been around for 20 or 30 years. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah we, for we, sure. We've talked about this before, but there's, like, that uh, you can kind of age a bar based on what, uh, how old the alcohol is that was bought. So you go to, like, some, like, Allen's in Toronto. They've got stuff like, how did they get this, like, you know, Brora from, like, 28-year-old? Oh, oh they, this was on sale at the LCBO in, like, 1999. Yeah, exactly. And they bought it and they and they've stored had it. Yeah, exactly. They've had it still then. Uh, whereas a very, very new bar, you don't have the stuff that was sold five, eight years ago. You're Absolutely. kind of starting today or five years ago or what have you. Um, and that's interesting, right? It's always kind of interesting kind of where, where that thinks. But you also, I mean, you have a great collection there, obviously. Very, yeah, I mean... The, the very substantial collection of whiskey. My, my whole idea behind it was... Well, I mean, our, our whole idea behind what the bar was going to be was it's an experience. Yeah. Um, so we didn't, and it's, again, not kind of to, to say anything bad about any brands whatsoever because that's not what it is, um, but there were certain things that we didn't want mm-hmm. around. Um, you can walk into pretty much any bar in the world mm-hmm. and buy a shot of Jemison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Now, I, as far as the Jemison company goes, I love them. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they produce so much other products that you don't find other bars that that was the goal. Yeah. Was to, you know, have the rest of their collection, right? And, you know, mm-hmm. kind of give people a chance to step away from what they normally would go for mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, give us a chance then to kind of take them on a little bit of a journey and say, mm-hmm. okay, well, if you like this, then, you know, let's move over here a little bit. Let's move over here a little mm-hmm. bit. Because, you know, the world of Irish whiskey is so big. The world of bourbon is so big that, you know, you, yeah. can, you can afford to step away from, you know, the standards and... You know, move a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Test, absolutely. test the boundaries. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, so you went, so you went from like Canadian whiskey. You were like, okay, let's move on. So, what was kind of your next? Uh, where did you start that expansion? Uh, <laughs> I bought ten bottles, and that was our that was our world whiskey collection. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, ten <laughs> bottles. Do you remember which bottles they were? <laughs> that sounds like a Friday night for me. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> ten <laughs> bottles. Jeez. Um, <laughs> Well, that's it. And you've got more, more whiskey in your collection at home than you do in your bathroom. Like, oh, God. Um, do I remember? Yeah, I think so. Balvenie Caribbean Cask actually yeah. was in the, uh, yeah, that was there. My fave, yeah. Uh, Highland Park Odin. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, very nice. It's mm-hmm. uh, a great one. American Oak, Ockintosh American Oak. It was there. Um, Middleton, very rare. Oh, wow, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh... Drawn a blank man. Oh, there was a Bowmore in there. Uh, I think it might be the 15th, the darkest. Okay, yeah, that's good. So, so kind of went from different Scotch brands yeah. and yeah. yeah. Woodford Double Oak. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's all I can remember. Yeah, so that was great. great. So that was kind of your your first, and I guess you were kind of expanding from there. Like, you know, so I have 300 bottles of yeah, stuff. Week by week, you know, we I, I pretty much add something new every single week. Yeah, but then again, we also kind of most likely lose something. Every yeah, day. for sure, for right? sure. Uh, again, sounds like my house. Yeah, I was gonna say that's how I think that's how most of us drink now. Like it's it's you just sort of you know you have one and you finish and then you get something new or different or whatever mm-hmm. and and yeah. Are, are are you noticing any like trends right now? Like, is there something that you're just like, oh, why is everyone asking for that? Like, what is going on right now? Um, I guess, yeah, I guess. I mean, look. Probably about seventy to eighty percent of our clientele are from the states. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
which is kind of great for us in that it gives us an, an opportunity to kind of show them stuff they wouldn't normally get at home. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, also kind of sucks in that a lot of the stuff they like and that they drink all the time, we just physically can't get can't here. Get. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of bourbons and stuff that we just, we just can't get hands on. Um, yeah. Irish whiskey actually is starting to get a little bit mm-hmm. bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People seem to want to, to make their brand calling now as opposed to, well, let me just see what's around. I had somebody brand called Turconnell the other day. I think it might be the first time I've ever had somebody walk into a bar and yeah. say, oh, do you have Turconnell? <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we <laughs> do. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I just, I, I've noticed there's a lot more kind of willingness to try new things now. Yeah. More than, mm-hmm. than I've ever seen before. Yeah. Maybe I'm just paying more attention to it now, but... People seem like they're, like they're kind of definitely more willing to step away from the Jack and Coke, Jemmy and Ginger yeah. sort of thing and actually, you know, all right, man, yeah. this is what I normally like. Yeah, yeah, tell yeah. me, like, yeah. What, what can we do from here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. I think that's awesome. And I think that's how, like, so many people are now getting into, are, like, are you finding that people are a little bit more knowledgeable when it comes to whiskey nowadays? Like, they'll walk in and they'll sort of... yeah. Yes and no. It's I actually had this conversation with uh, Cameron Miller yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, recently where you, you kind of hit that point where there's a lot of people who know a little bit of the story. Ah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know whether it's just, you know, from kind of piecing together little bits that you get a lot of people who are kind of under the impression that they know everything about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times because they've been given wrong information somewhere along the line. Right. Already, yeah. Like, gradually piece and bits together um, so that's kind of probably one of the hardest things because you never want to turn around and be like uh, you're wrong but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day people are still paying our rent yeah. <laughs> but yeah like there's like, people definitely do people want to know more now yes yeah. right? um, yep. there's definitely more kind of a, an interest in knowing what's going in your body yeah, yeah. Um, which is great you know it's, it's kind of cool coming in you're not going to work with so many blank slates anymore it's just yeah. people who actually you know, they say they don't like Peter Whiskey because they tried Peter Whiskey. I mean, right. It's just not for them, right? Right. Um, I know there's a few people like, you know, they'll drop, oh, yeah, I tried this, this, this. And you're like, okay, well, you know what? If you didn't like any of those, then I'm not going to force these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but then there's, I think there's a much bigger world than just Peter Whiskey, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I think that's, that's something that I sort of encounter with single malts is that I think some people have tried single malts or were given peated single malts as their like entry point and it like automatically sort of like they were like because it's so like you, you love it or you just don't and yeah. so so many people have that in their head that they're like oh no I don't like scotch it's too smoky for me and and then you sort of have this the work to do to like convince them that it's not all like that um but I have a question. So you, so knowing what you know now, a couple years in, what are the whiskeys that you would, what, what would be like the five or six or seven bottles that you would go back to, to, to sort of expand? Wow, great question. Yes. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Am I obliged to say Bob any No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. No, um, not at all. Um, that's a really good question. It's it's so hard. So I always kind of describe, kind of putting the list together here, and kind of what I do here is mm-hmm. basically being a collector with somebody else's money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which is you know it's fun as hell. Yes. Yeah. Quite literally, I get to collect stuff in my paper. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't get to drink it. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, but yeah, you, you get to rush it to purchase. That's right. Um, so yeah, like a lot of the time I kind of tend to buy with my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and there are certain brands that I, I have kind of a massive love for Highland Park mm-hmm. like, that's just one of those brands that I think I will love forever mm-hmm. uh, same with anything from Cooley mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cooley from, from uh, Irish uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I mean I think if I was to do it now mm-hmm. oh man that's a tough one Jake why did I do this? I know, right? Right on the spot. <laughs> but you know what? And this is genuinely, mm-hmm. genuinely kind of you know, joking aside, but any Caribbean cafe. Yeah. That would be for sure. Uh, beautiful whiskey and just sells like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but more 50. I think I may have done it right the first time. There yeah, you I was going to say, you're that's just amazing. Repeating. You might have done it right. <laughs> I think that's great. Gorgeous, but a Freud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're always good. Yeah, every yeah, every always release. Good. Always good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last one, actually, the Madeira Cask was. Yeah, it was yeah. so great. Yeah. Connemara. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of wish we could get more of the Connemara products here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, they're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do love Old Forester, I got to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the new. I feel like Old Forester is really kind of improving what they're providing to to people. Like the the new like the newer whiskeys, the whatever they call it, the Frontier. They're, they have a few different names for them, but they're they're getting like more forward, forward, forward uh, modern whiskey. They're they're competing very well in the, in the price segment. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, Bakers. Ah, I yes. haven't seen Bakers in so long in Ontario. I haven't seen it. Exactly. It, is around. So it is around. Is it, it around? is around. Uh, because okay, Baker's is like them. the Booker's lesser known cousin, really, right? Because you have Booker's cast strength, small batch, and you have Baker's also cast strength, but not batch. A, 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 a little less hot. I find it's way more like chocolatey than like the Booker's is. Like I find it's like just more like it's richer almost. It's it's yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm a fan. Whiskey. It's a beautiful uh, whiskey. Yeah. yeah. I want those ones that you kind of forget about sometimes. Yeah. And you see the bottle and go, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I this totally is so good. under the yeah. radar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I probably... You did, you did great. I think I did. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate that. Maybe that will stop picking on me. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> the State of Logic podcast is like no other. We don't have the same focus as so many other podcasts where we're just me talking about business or politics or whatever. We talk about everything with everyone, intellectuals, comedians, and celebrities alike. Sometimes it's a 20-minute interview. Sometimes it's a three-hour interview. But at the end of the day, it's a great conversation that we often laugh about and learn something from at the same time. Come check us out at the State of Logic podcast. Uh, with the clientele coming in, he said, "There's a whole, there's a whole variety. How do you make friends with the bartender at, at a very busy bar? Because hotel bars are typically, actually, I should say, hotel bars are sometimes busy, sometimes very empty. I find it. Yeah. I don't know if this is the practice here, but I find, especially in the states, I know the laws are a little differently. If you go walk into a nice hotel bar that's empty, you usually get free drinks. Like that's kind of like, <laughs> please stay here for a little bit. Do you? I do. I do. Someplace in the states for sure, they'll do it. Yeah. yeah I, I, I just like go into and, and they're just like, here, yeah. you, you order your drink and you pay for your first." drink like yeah. hey try this try that and yeah. then it, oh yeah, yeah. You, you got like your shot with your beer or something like that yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean here I would, man I would love to be able to do that but legally I know you just, can't yeah. you can't yeah. this is a whole um, different thing but that is that is something that they do in the, in the certain, yeah I've, I've definitely found it in certain places actually west coast I found it a good, a good bit um, mm. like uh, mm-hmm. San Fran I like. yeah. um, don't go to a bar expecting drinks but no but it is something that yeah. you do uh, but what about so what do you expect kind of like if it's a bar's really busy on a, like a Friday Saturday night what's the best way to 
make a good transaction happen here without... Uh... I think the biggest thing, and you know what, it's going to sound kind of so simple that you, know, you mightn't believe that people don't do it, but actually knowing what you want yeah. mm. when you're going to the bar. Yeah. Because um, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, Yes, very, the transaction is very much about you in that second. Mm-hmm. But you're looking around. There's also, you know, there, there might be 150 people in the room and one bartender, right? And, yeah. Yeah. and in, in their mind, the transaction is about every single person. I mean, make mm-hmm. it feel very personal to every single person. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, can, you also need time to do that. So, like, you know, I guess not eating up a lot of the bartender's time with, with dumb stuff like, hey, 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 what can I do for you? Uh, <laughs> yes. Can I have? Hey, guys, what do you want? What do you want? What do you yeah, want? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a big one. I mean, look, dropping a big tip is always a good way to do it. But mm-hmm. you know, you you, sh- you should never have to purchase your your uh, your, 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 your placing <laughs> cue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's it's definitely a bonus. And I mean, yeah, I guess we probably will look around and say, oh, that's the guy who dropped you know dropped big yeah. first time round. But that that shouldn't be the case. You should never have to do that. Uh, just to get served. Um, yeah, I think just, just kind of knowing what you want or yeah. if you don't know what you want, kind of... Describing ha- it. Like ha- having a better idea than, all right, man, I all want right. you to take me on a journey here. Yeah. <laughs> You're like... No problem, bud. No. But <laughs> <laughs> drop back in tomorrow at two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my, one of my favorite stories, I went to the, I think it was called the Rick House uh, in San Francisco. It was a very, very kind of fussy bar. You could tell it's a very fussy bar. Uh, and the bartenders were busy and I walked in and there was another there's a group of people before me and the guy goes the people that came before me like looks at him what do you guys want and they just said uh and they just turned to me right away it's like what would you like uh, like old fashioned in Manhattan like I didn't even like, was just like yeah. I didn't even know what I wanted yeah. I like, <laughs> old fashioned just Manhattan. Say it out, yeah. and then he's like okay and he's making me the drinks and he's stirring and shake at the same time like oh this is great this is fine and he, he was I'm like this is a good good choice good choice yeah. Mark I don't know <laughs> I, I used to work in a Really, really, really high volume bar. Yeah. Um, we were, we, we were kind of not understaffed. Just wasn't enough space actually behind the bar for any more than than like the two bartenders or whatever. Yeah, uh, we might have four hundred people in the room, and you're not going to drinks for all of them, right? And oh, like wow. it could be six or seven deep at the bar, and we used to have the three second rule. Yeah. yeah, if you didn't get an answer within three seconds, sorry, man, but I'll be back. Yeah, but, I'll be yeah, back. Yeah. yeah, make the other uh, rounds. And usually, you only have to skip them once, and yeah. from then on, they, yeah, yeah. You know, it's probably a good round. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's funny, like with um, like my husband does the so if there's no beer list like in front of you, and yeah. you and you are asking like what kind of beer you have on tap. As soon as they say the one that you want, like just, just interrupt yes. them. And be, yeah, yeah, that's I'll the have one. that. Yeah, yeah. Because and I and I. I I didn't even think about it before, but like Trent's like, no, you like, don't make them go through the entire list and then say the first the one. That they one. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't like it's so funny how like it didn't even occur to me that that was a thing, but it just it makes so much of a difference when someone's like, yeah, got it, that one, thank you. I mean, during during yeah. a busy service, you would be amazed at how important two seconds can be. Yeah, yeah. you know, like it, it's it's crazy. Yeah, like but you're like, like yeah, it's. I don't. It's one of the toughest jobs out there, yeah. right? Because it's it's so mentally and physically draining. Yeah. But you have to be constantly on. On. Like constantly on, right? And like nice. And yeah. Like and so it's not even just like remembering your like I couldn't do it because I have a terrible short term memory. Like you could be like, yeah. I have like three old fashions and two Manhattans, and I'd be like, I'll have six old fashions, <laughs> three Manhattans. Oh man, Gordon Ramsay would not be happy with no, you. No, I, I like I drop everything. Like the numbers go like right out my head, and I have no idea what I'm doing. So like I would be horrible at bartending or serving, and so I have so much respect when I'm just like. 
get them go. Like, you get this rhythm. You can watch a great bartender behind the bar yeah. and, like, just, like, how they work with the bar back. And, like, just, it's, like, it's it's also part of the fun when you, like, go to a hotel bar or you're by yourself and you just want to, like, hunker down and be like, this will be fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things about, like, we, we tend to plan a little bit of a show as well, right? Yeah. Like, and Yes. It's, it's entertainment. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times to keep ourselves entertained, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> if, if everybody else gets a bit of a giggle out of it, then why not? Yeah, yeah. Flare, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's when it gets really entertaining. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's when I start dropping things. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> You're I, no, I, I cut my I cut my forehead open like two weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's <amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I was trying to do stalls with my cocktail shaker, and for some reason, I just jammed it right against my forehead. <laughs> I looked around, and my barback was like, uh, "Dude, he's like, why?" He's like, "You got blood in you." <laughs> what? It's like, yeah, this nice little trickle coming out of my eyebrow. Oh, it's good. So badass. Yeah. I know. I, I felt. I felt like action man. It was great. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, we haven't actually talked about what we're drinking yeah, yet. Yeah. People who are watching this on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Big brother over here. There you go. Yeah, we've got a uh, Weller 12, the uh, original weeded bourbon. Yeah, in a new package. Yeah, the new package. Yeah. How do you feel about that? The new package? Yeah. I like the old packaging better, but I, uh, I feel like... I mean, A, they sell so much of this. I'm like, why, why, why do they re- like, repackage it? They, they, More show space. Well, this one was like 35 Forty dollar bourbons that sells for a hundred or some dollars in the U.S. So it's a, it's very expensive on the on the by the time it reaches consumers' hands. Um, I guess they wanted to like up the uh, up the ante a little bit as far as how it rich it looked. I mean, I, I guess I like the look. I don't I don't know. You know what? It, it photographs much better. That, I think that's the biggest difference. It that's photographs really about the black label because well, all yeah, the labels, all the labels without the like you got them <laughs> right. And Jamie, I actually showed you an old bottle of the mm-hmm. antique. So that's that's the old, not the same, quite the same drink, but the old bottle. And that does not photograph very well without the label. Like it just, you can't see it. It doesn't. It doesn't that's Instagram true. very well. Um, so I think the labels are key. And you find a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of distilleries will place to make sure that there's a big thick label behind. Uh, but I think ultimately it comes down to the photographs. I mean, we know Program. so many restaurants, and I mean, there's a place here called Sweet Jesus, the ice cream place. And literally, I, as far as I know, I'm not an ice cream expert. As far as I know, it's not necessarily the most delicious ice cream in the world, but it photographs so well on Instagram. It yeah. just it sells itself because it has that cachet on Instagram, uh, that value right there. Like, look at what I'm having. This is amazing. Like, this is this is like the best thing in the world. Um, and I think at the end of the day, yeah, well, their photographs better, which I, I guess I do appreciate that. I think it's. At the end of the day, I just talked myself into this label. I think it's great. <laughs> I started with that. It's terrible. So it's horrible. <laughs> I just like watch you. Yeah, do that you just came like yeah, full no, circle in your own mind. Yeah, 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 no, this is like, perfect. Yep. I like Instagram. I want to meet us here, man. This is Mark show. Anyway, I'll just shut up for a little while. No, I mean, I think it's great. It's a great whiskey. Like, like there's. It's always been great. It's it used to be way more available, uh, which I guess is the only thing that I would say that I'm sad about. Like, sure, rebrand. It, the font is not that different. Like the Weller itself is the same font. It does photograph better. It's a little more clean. There's not as much like text on the the label, but like, yeah, sure. Like the it's it's. I don't know. Like I guess this kind of is reminiscent of a bit of a, like a pop still, which I think is really interesting. Mm. Um, and then you've got this one, which is, I don't know. It's just, sure, sure. Go for it. 
Do a little refresh. There's nothing wrong with a little refresh. You're starting to talk yourself into it. I I know. Know. <laughs> this is my journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's hear about your journey yeah, now. Oh God. Um, no one needs to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I think I think it's great. I think you know if you want to have a bottle. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you. When you think about it, so like okay. Coca-Cola bottle, the reason why it's shaped the way it is is because people used to like reach into a cooler and they wanted a bottle shape that was like different so people would like know what it was. And then you have like bottles like Jack Daniels and and certain things that you would be like, okay, like if I pick this up, like this this uh old rip, I would think that was a bottle of wine. Right, um, yeah, yeah. So like I don't know, I just wonder if bottle shape, like how much bottle shape has to do with it and like and the difference between this one and this one and why they decided to go for like a longer, narrower bottle instead of this sort of like Well, you're guaranteed they did some sort of market testing with it, right? A hundred percent. So yeah, no, I'm 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 I'd be curious to see why. But like yeah, every everyone needs a refresh and I think some of these bourbons, they've been around for so long and because bourbon hasn't been really like it's now like a real thing where people are like, you know, paying a couple hundred dollars for this kind of bottle. Maybe they're like, eh, let's give them something. Let's give them something new. Let's give them something fresh. Yeah. And let's change this. Make the twelve even bigger. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Gotta get that Where's number. Where's your journey, Ray? Where is it taking you? I like the old one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but are you going to talk yourself into the new one? Yeah. Is test? I mean, the fact that you started there is irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. Life change, okay? <laughs> let's let's wait like, no. for him to talk himself into it. The journey. Ray's oh, a short story no. about this. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like it. I can tell you're convinced. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, look, there's nothing wrong with it. I think, like, side by side with the, the new antique and the special bottle. Like it, it definitely looks more now like a collection, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. There's just something about the old bottle that I really like. That just it's the shape. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah that, that's true. The shape is is is, is quite not lovely. It's sexier. Mm. Yeah. You like a little more rounded bottles. Like, <laughs> I do. I do. I like, I like, I like a nice round bottle. <laughs> Maybe that's why you like old Forester. It's got that thing too. It's got the like that pot still this, sort of thing to it. Oh, like the, the birthday room bottle. Yeah, the yeah, birthday. Yeah. yeah, it's got that like. It's got that like. Uh, yeah. This one, like this, but this juice is so good. Oh. This yeah. whiskey is so delicious. I yeah. can't ever like. I just. It used to be everywhere. I've like, got a bottle at home. Yeah. Um, that I got in one of the. Uh, the lotteries. The lotteries. I uh, felt so lucky to have a chance to buy something. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you've been listening to podcasts, you know how the lottery goes. The here lottery works. Yeah. You, you you buy things and you hope to get the win the lottery of being able to pay for it. To pay for exactly. Yeah. 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 Best kind of lottery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's one of those those liquids. Like every time I open it and have a, a little bit out, you're like, oh man, ah, I know. It's so good, but did I want to do that? Like, yeah. There's one less ounce. Two, I like, know. Two less ounces. Um, <laughs> I was going to say there's that guy on Instagram that uh, got in so much trouble in Toronto like last time Weller 12 came into the market he bought like 36 Weller 12s and he like posted a photo of him on his dining room table I've never seen of course you know this did not make it to TMZ or any sort of news magazine but as far as like Reddit and like discussion boards whiskey people people, our group whiskey friends all, all these different kind of sub whiskey groups Everybody just hated this man. They're just like, why, why? And then the best part was like, no, no, I'm going, I'm going, to, I'm just going to sell it to you at cost. Just let me know if you want one. I'm like, wait, you're breaking the law now. You're putting on Instagram for no profit at all. I mean, if you're going to break the law, at least make a, 
this is not an endorsement, but at least make a little bit of money. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> I mean, What's the point doing otherwise? otherwise yeah, you're yeah. going to go to jail for nothing. I mean, at least, yeah. at least profit from your crime yeah. if you're going to commit a crime. Um, and, and, like, and so, like, you ended up getting into so much, like, just everybody basically, um, yeah, did not like that, that, that well, feed. Well, there's, like, there's, like, a code, right? Like, you gotta, you know, like, we all love whiskey, and I think, you know, people who sort of know what they're doing with whiskey and someone says, oh, well, or 12 is in. Yeah. And then like somebody goes and buys like three cases of it. Just like shut up about yeah. it. Like, don't tell us. Like, like right. if you're, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just like abide by the code and buy your two or three yeah. bottles because that's probably what you need you know, for yeah. the next little while. And then just let other people share. It's a just real thing share. though. Yeah. yeah. I, I get these kind of pangs of guilt sometimes when I'm ordering for here. Oh, yeah, I bet. The, like, you'll see there's like five bottles of something left in the store. And you're like, you're like oh, uh, I'll take two. <laughs> yeah. In reality, you should be like, yeah, I'll take all five. I'll take yeah, all five, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, but I think that's, no, it, it, and it's part of the like, you know, we share. The whiskey yeah. community is yeah. very good at sharing, and we're, we're so like, yeah, people yeah, do get fussy. Yeah, no, no one likes to see that because what are you doing with that whiskey other than leaving it to sit? Yeah. in your garage or wherever and, it, right? and not be drank and not be shared and not do the thing that whiskey is supposed to do in the first place which is facilitate a great time so yeah. like yeah. what good is it in your in your garage it wasn't made to sit there exactly yeah. it's not getting any better so <laughs> right? let's 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 share the wealth I think uh, our friend uh, Glenford Jameson did a great thing though when uh, Crown Royal Northern Harvest Rye became the best whiskey in the world yes. by as named by you know who um, he went and bought like <laughs> 12 bottles he bought 12 bottles and I mean this is this was a $35 product there's lots in the, in the liquor store but he bought 12 bottles but then he gave it to people as Christmas presents which was mm-hmm. which is smart I was like this is actually so, nice. so you 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 hoarded 12 bottles but you're giving this $35 gift as a Christmas present at a time where you couldn't buy the drink anymore which I, again there's a lot of good reasons to do th- certain things but just to post it on Instagram and be like hey I got look what I got know if you want any no don't, don't please don't do that yeah <laughs> yeah just leave some for me and Mark yeah, and Ray. But it is interesting. I, I've been I've been getting into the kind of just through not myself but through groups about the the kind of parties that trade whiskey yep. in in Toronto and, and I'm sure it happens everywhere else. They literally trade like I've got old Rip Van Winkle. I'll trade you for like this rye and that. Like there's it's like a sports team mm-hmm. trade. Like you you if you have that, whiskey, yeah. if you have that twenty year old pappy, like you can get a lot of other things. You can get your stag. You know, like, yeah. like there's this whole like it's literally like sports. It's you, insane. You know, I didn't know this existed until about maybe a year ago. Yeah. And a buddy of mine was kind of, was doing the same thing. It was some forum on I don't know mm-hmm. what side it was, um, but he had kind of I think it was couple extra bottles of Blanton's Gold and hmm. uh, he, he was on typical search for the Holy Grail right? he wanted yeah. that bottle of Pappy 23 so he had like these like 12 or 13 different oh, bottles amazing. and he'd had two or three of over the years he'd picked up and you know, kind of had double, uh, doubles or triples of and like yeah these guys are talking back and forth like they're trading a fucking player yeah yeah, That's amazing yeah it's like and oh it's yeah amazing. I'll give you two of these and one of these for this and this and yeah, it's I, yeah, it, it's, it's cool. You know, I, I like it. Sure, it, it's it's right? it's, like, it's fun. Like, I mean, I think, and then, you know, you can argue trading's probably not legal. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. I have it? no idea. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> Again, Wait, this not? is not legal. this show is for entertainment purposes only. Do not uh, entertainment do not, purposes yeah, yeah. only. Do not use any. Uh, but uh, but yeah, there are groups that trade. And I think that's uh, pretty wonderful because I mean, if you do have something and you have two of something, I think that's what a lot of people, especially in the states, do. They'll buy two of something and they'll trade the second one because mm. that makes sense. I mean, why? You don't need yeah. two Pappy 20s, but if you happen to see two at the store, just get both and 
hope to trade something for that other sure, right? I mean, I have no problem with people like purchasing one and then keeping one or like yeah, what course, it's when course. you start getting course. like yeah, cases. Bottles, like, yeah. Come on. I, yeah. The two, the two or three, I think is sure. like yeah, totally fair. Yeah. Totally yeah. fair. And then actually like, I, so we, so I think we got, um, the Weller, I think it was the one Oh seven that came out, not this time, but the time before. Yeah. And we still had this bottle. Yeah. And we went to the LCBO. We found it. Yeah. And it's this bottle now. Yeah. And we got two bottles mm-hmm. because we had this one still. And we were like, do we need, like. Yeah. How much more do you need? Yeah. What am I going to do with it? Yeah. So, like, That's we're just going to keep. Exactly. Yeah. I was, get... I was the same way. I didn't buy any Weller this year because I already you had, had some. some. I bought exactly. three bottles. Yeah. No, I bought two bottles each last time. Maybe two or three. I can't remember. But anyway, yeah. I bought, I think I bought three, but I bought someone for somebody else. But anyway, I was like, fine. I, yeah. I go through. That's fine. Yeah. It's just enough. And we're not like, we're not active traders. And like, there's, we would just, we would just drink all of it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> so, that's what it's made for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yep. Bring it to a party, whatever, whatever. And so, yeah. So this is actually um, this William LaRue Weller that we have here with us today. That's still, um, that's still the one I'm, I'm waiting on to the finish the collection. This, hundreds, several hundreds of dollars. Yeah. This is a 2016, I believe. This is a 2016 batch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we didn't get anything last year. So yeah, yeah. so this is from 2016. So um, yeah, we got it in the lottery. Trent has always done way better in the lottery. I've never got anything, and he's always gotten yeah. something. He's gotten Pappy's, like Pappy 15. He's gotten... Um, this one, so he's he didn't get anything this time now, so I, I think his streak is over. I think the best I've yes. got is Pappy 15. I've, I've not gotten anything. I, I get old yep. Van Winkle a lot, which is nice. Ah, uh, yes, uh, he got like two of these. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is one of my faves. Yeah, this is probably top nothing, five. Yeah, I got nothing this year either. Top five. I had like my mom uh, was in the lottery. Nicole it's was in the lottery. Intense. It's too intense. It's people yeah. have cracked the system, and so it's just we. There's just no chance. Oh, yeah, I yeah, think like, we're like you're we're beyond. Yeah, various accounts under various yeah. different names for yeah. Like, yeah. every friend I've ever had has an account, you know, that kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the LCBO makes it easy for you because you can go into the account and change the name. So you can have like a million names and you can just log in as that account name and you can just change your first and last name in there without any... Mark just any cracked problems. the system and told yeah. everyone how to do it. Mark uh, just broke oh, the LCBO. Damn it. Don't listen to the podcast. We're going to get an email on Monday about this. From the LCBO? From the LCBO oh. saying, please take that down. You hackers. Yeah, there you go. You hack the system. But it happens. People hack it. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. I don't, what it's I don't it's fine. The system is there to be hacked. Yeah. Rules are yeah. made to be broken. That's right. <laughs> Anyways... Thank you for having us here at the at turn number five. And thank uh, you for hosting me time. so very often. Yes. No one has any idea. <laughs> no. Just Ray. It's, it's, Ray. O- it's only like once every now and again. <laughs> thank you. I can say words. Again, I remind you. I, uh, yeah. uh, the weather is kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just, that's, that's just how Mark that, pronounces things. Me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but it's uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful to uh, let us use the space, especially because we used to record this podcast in my place, and now that's not really an option. It's not an option. Babies screaming. Like, babies everywhere. Yeah. Babies uh, everywhere, yeah. yeah. Especially on video, because, like, yeah. Yep. Uh, so I really appreciate uh, using the space for. Uh, Time. The podcast, and yeah, I know so. pretty much when people travel here now, they, they stay at this hotel. It's actually a little, a little fun thing because a lot of um, whiskey like brand ambassadors that come here, this is mm-hmm. the place they started staying at. Yep, I don't know where they stayed before, but this was kind of when this place came aboard. It, this is where, yeah, it's yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, pretty much 
No, like every brand ambassador in the country pretty much has their whole portfolio here. Yeah, yeah. that's very yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So might yeah. be one or two kind of random little things missing, yeah. but yeah, pretty much the whole portfolio for everybody's here. Yeah. Well, where can people find you on the Instagrams and Twitter and all that? Uh, Twitter, I use purely for hockey uh, oh, yeah. and okay, hockey-related news. So oh, that's yeah, it. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> Instagram at Ray Daniel Whiskey. Ray Daniel uh, whiskey. whiskey. Whiskey with an E. Excuse me. All right. Right. Mark, um, where can we find you? M A R K B Y L O K on Instagram and And I'm still a bourbon thing. Yeah. 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 Cheers. 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 Cheers.